Welcome to the Something to Think About podcast, where we take a closer look at what the Bible says about common questions. I am Andre Palmer. All right, welcome. We're in the month of November, and we'll be looking on what does it mean to work for Christ, or how do you use your gifts to work in the kingdom of God, or in other areas, or how does it apply, and how can you use your special giftings to benefit God? So working for Christ, and that's a topic that we'll be exploring throughout the month of November. So our core scripture comes from Romans 12, verse 4 and 5. I'm reading from the God's Word translation, and it says, Our bodies have many parts, but these parts don't all do the same thing. In the same way, even though we are many individuals, Christ makes us one body and individuals who are connected to each other. So what we're looking on this month is working for Christ. And we will be exploring that in the greatest of detail this month. And we want you to journey with us and journey with me as we explore how do we use our gifts for Christ. Meaning, you have a gift and you want to do something that is of the greater good and serve others apart from yourself. It's not for money, but what you want to do is to help others in your own unique way. And that will be your reasonable service to God. And what does that mean? So what the scripture is explaining to us is that each of us have a role to play in God's kingdom. That's in verse 4. It says our bodies have many parts, but these don't do the same thing. So we are not expected to do the same thing as Christians, as believers. And what it means is that we are all a part of a system, a team, or an organization. And that's, that can be connected to your church, can be a nonprofit that you work with, your job that you do. You are connected to some organization or team. If you attend a local church that boils down to a ministry, whether it be women's ministry, youth, men, small group, you name it, there's a team for that. There's a ministry and that ministry serves a core group then. Or in marketing, they'll call that a target audience. They target a certain type of people or type or a demographic. And that's where it all starts down with. To work for Christ is that each person comes together to perform one function, which is to build the body of Christ. So each target group serves a different market within the local church or the community or in Jamaica, the parish or in the United States, you call it state or city or whatever. So each group, there's a subgroup within that unit that we're, we're targeting. So, you know, like for youth, for example, is from 13 to some churches is 35 or extended to 40 or leave it at 30 and then they target another group beyond that. So what we're looking on is where, which target group, it starts off with noise, which target group that you want to target when it comes on to serving Christ. And within that now, a, a team or an organization now, that organization now, is unified by Jesus Christ. It is through him that all team members become one. So you have to remember now, if you're doing it as an individual, that would be your personal ministry. But if you're 
working for Christ as part of your local church or church organization, keep in mind that you will be working as part of a team. And that's very important that your role is to serve within that team that you're a part of. The next thing is that the main part of serving now comes directly from our spiritual gifts. There are different spiritual gifts, but the same spirit gives them. 1 Corinthians 12 verse 4. So we're looking on working for Christ. And this week we just want to set the foundation of what it means to work for Christ. How does it look and all of that. So the team that you're a part of now, so we want to look on and dive deeper now in terms of the team. If you're working as a part of a team, the team is, is, is united for one purpose and one goal, as we mentioned earlier, which is to build the body of Christ. So the first core function, I want to look on three reasons now when it comes on to a united team. A united team has strong leadership. So that's, that's the, the foundation of it, strong leadership. A united team has strong leadership. So the vision and the mission and driving the mission and rallying everybody towards executing the mission now comes from the team leader. Were that going to be you as the individual starting something new? Or is it that you're helping or participating as a part of a wider ministry or initiative, supporting the vision of somebody else, working for Christ as you learn how to utilize your gifts? That's where it starts, strong leadership. According to Acts 20, verse 28, which says, Pay attention to yourselves and to the entire flock in which the Holy Spirit has placed you as bishops to be shepherds for God's church, which he acquired with his own blood. So what does the scripture mean is that as team leader, your role is to ensure that you pay close attention to the persons who are drawn to your ministry. The persons who you're targeting, the core group that we talked about earlier, to ensure that you pay attention to what they're doing, ensure that you give them guidance, ensure, ensure that you give them direction, ensure that you point out things that needs to be done. All of that comes a part of strong leadership to ensure that you lead the flock to where it's supposed to be going. And that's a part of the mission and the vision. When you're building and working for Christ, you as a leader, you, the, the core group has to be united behind one mission and vision. And that is the reason why that ministry has started in the first place. So they have to be united around the vision. And that's where the, the, your leadership comes into play to ex and ensure that everybody understands what they should be doing. Also, to pay attention to yourself. So you as the leader also are supposed to be paying close attention to your decisions and what you are doing to ensure that you yourself is an example for others to follow when you're doing the work for Christ. And that's what now is a part of the whole team building process. Acts 11 verse 23 says, when he arrived there, he was pleased to see what God has done for them out of his kindness. So he encouraged all of the people to remain solidly committed towards God. So the United team now, as a leader, you have to ensure that you encourage the members and the team members to be committed towards the vision what we talked about earlier to ensure that each person is committed towards the, the vision and the mission that you're doing 
and ensure that everyone comes in alignment with the core values and the objectives of what we're what you're doing when it comes down to the work that you want to do. The next thing now, then, united team. When you're building a united team, ensure that everyone does their job. So we talked about that each job, one body, but each part does a different job. So you have to ensure as a leader to ensure, and you as an individual, to have clearly defined job descriptions so persons understand what their role is as a part of building out that work. And you yourself, when you're doing something, has to be clear on what the expectations are, what does success looks like, how do you measure when you have not met the objective, and what do you do to make corrections. And as you grow, how do you expand the team and what the type of skill sets that you will need in order to build around that vision that you carry. And that's, 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 that's the main thing in terms of what the scripture in um, Acts 11, 23 is talking about. When you arrive there, so that means that the person the person, the person is talking about in the scripture went to a particular location. And when he reached, he was pleased to see what God has done for them out of his kindness. So that's the result of the work that they have been doing for Christ and for God. So he encouraged all the people to remain solidly committed to God. And in, if you looked on the verses below, I know this was talking about Barnabas now. So Barnabas was encouraging the members of the Antioch church to continue the work that they were doing. He was pleased to see the result based on their work and he encouraged them to continue to remain committed to what they were doing. So this is a part of the leadership component, but also when you're training your members, you have to ensure that you encourage them when they do well, make corrections when they are falling short, and ensure that the work continues. The last reason we want to look on before we close is through the relationship among the members, the team will remain united. So ensure that you build strong relationships with the person that you're working with. So partnerships is important when you're working for Christ. Who are your partners? Who are you going to work with? How are you going to ensure that the vision is, is spread as far as it can go with the help of other persons who are looking to do the same or similar things that you are doing? Maybe targeting the same core group or even need you can trade in terms of skill set. So if you are a media person and the person is weak in the media area, how can you help build that person, strengthen their media aspect of their ministry while their skill set may be finance, how can they help to just help build your ministry to have a strong financial foundation. So these are some things to think about when you're looking to work for Christ. And as we close, we want to ensure that you have a clear idea of what you're doing when you are building and looking for work for Christ. Two, ensure that you either seek strong leadership or develop to be a strong leader yourself when you're looking to build out your ministry when you're working for Christ. Also, the ministry has to be, um, and the work that you're doing has to be tied around one vision, which is to build the body of Christ. And the last thing is ensure that you have strong partners to help show you can reach your goals faster. So that's it for me this week. Think about these things and the points that I share throughout this podcast about ensuring that you understand where you fit in the picture. And that has to do with your spiritual gifts. So those are some things to think about this week. And as you go through your week, God bless you and one love.
And that's our show. Thanks for listening. I release a new episode of this podcast every Tuesday, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you find this information useful, please share this episode with a friend. This podcast was also brought to you by remlaministries.com, resources to help you on your Christian journey, study guides, counseling, and more. For more information, visit our website at www.remlaministries.com.